Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Real Talk with the Densons. I am Eva Denson, everybody's favorite military spouse, and I have my... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, get it out. Hey, babe. Out. You good? Nope, I got it. That's it. I got it. Hey, babe. Hey, we here. We here. Guess who we're here with again? Yes. We are. Uh, Our favorite people. Yeah. Books of X Nation. Hey, we have, Yes. We have our family here. And uh, go ahead. What you got? These earrings had to go. Mm -hmm. We got stressors, distractions, <sighs> and time management. Oh. Wow. wow, that sounds like something I told you. It is. You just stole my. I just stole your thunder. <laughs> nah, you good. I'm sorry, baby. You good. I liked it. I think it's a good topic. What you think? Mm -hmm. Because we struggle with all three of those. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, we yeah. sure do. I would venture to say many of us do. Yeah. Yes. And that's what we we're going to ask you guys. Uh, what are some of the stressors in your guys' daily lives? You're just going right in, babe. You just in. Hey, hey how y'all doing? Happy no, Sunday. no. Hey, how you doing? Like, I thought I said that already. <laughs> how y'all been since the last podcast? <laughs> nothing. Just straight in. So stress, huh? Sorry, I was a little stressed. <laughs> it, that, yeah, that was on my mind. It stressed me out a little bit. So, but all right. So let's. How are you guys doing? Y'all good over there? Y'all, y'all look fantastic. <laughs> Well, I know we, we just talked to you guys, so we know that you're doing good, but everybody else needs to know that you're doing good. Yeah, we're doing good, man. Yeah, they look doing nice good. and healthy. Yes. yes. <laughs> Y'all feeling good, too? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay, good, good, good. Feel good, man. I mean, sir. So did, did you guys get any uh, feedback from the last uh, podcast? People like it? Yes. Or uh, okay. Yeah, we had we had some people got some really good feedback. They like the topic. Mm -hmm. They like okay. what we talk. Um, yeah, people really enjoyed the podcast. Yeah. Hey, I enjoyed it myself. I did. I need to do more of them because uh, people enjoyed them, and I enjoyed it. I went back and listened yeah. to it like six times already. Did you? Yeah, man. So when do you when do you usually listen to it? I know for me is uh, if I'm on the treadmill or I'm working out. I can concentrate and listen to it and I enjoy it. Or if I'm taking a trip to town, I'll turn it on. And <laughs> I, that takes yeah. us out. Yeah, that's about 30 minutes right there. <laughs> I do it uh, on the way to the gym, like you. like you. Okay. Or, uh, or at work. Like while I'm working, I'll let that play in the background. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, and I hit pause, but it's good. Yeah. That's what I try to tell my mom because she... She'll listen to the podcast and she'll try to take it in all at once, 45 minutes or however long it is. I was like, why are you doing something? Just mm -hmm. listen to it. Yeah. And it usually That's what I do. Yeah. I listen yeah. while I'm doing cooking, mm. washing dishes, whatever. Yep. Mm -hmm. When do you listen? How y'all doing? Y'all, 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 how y'all doing? Hey, I, we how never had anybody ever ask how we're doing. How are the hosts doing? Oof. We're good. We're good. New year. Yeah. We implemented a time. That's why we're doing time management. Mm -hmm. Where we will 
shut down everything and like prepare for the next day because we don't be doing that like the next we just be all over the place going with the flow and we was like i just don't like this i don't like it and i was like i don't like it either because i get up in the mornings like i get up before him like i said earlier and i get ready but then i have to get him ready Mm -hmm. his breakfast (laughs) ready and his food ready for two days and Uh i got like i have that set like that schedule is bam 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 but the day before like we just and Could then we realize on the cruise <laughs> no we don't make time for each other until we take an actual vacation mm-hmm. yeah and y'all know what i mean without saying yes no yes. i know exactly what you mean and he's uh-huh. like i don't want to schedule it no you should schedule it and that's what tim Brawl said you know yes. You schedule. I mean, sometimes you have to because both of y'all work full time. Mm-hmm. Ray's gone two, three days at a time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes it's like they give me a little something. OK, so what you say Tuesday at four o'clock? Come Wait. through Tuesday at four o'clock. What you, what you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And then for us, we're wrangling three whole kids who have three mm-hmm. actual lives. And you talk about back and forth to town. Jesus. So sometimes it's just kind of necessary but also you can look at the other side like i have something to look forward to oh, um, yeah yeah i ain't thinking that planning this to the to the t like we're gonna make all of this four o'clock work <laughs> so so i took it as when you schedule it i feel like an actor i gotta turn it on and turn it off like like i i, I just can't wrap my hand head around it i, I just oh okay this is what we're doing now okay uh give me a, a second to process <laughs> Do you think that's um do you think that's a male or female thing? Or do you think that's just a male thing that you feel that way? Or do you feel like it can go both ways? The fact that you felt that way. I, I feel as though that can go both ways. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't. Yeah. So since this year, like we take and at is it seven o'clock? Mm-hmm. My phone automatically goes on, do not disturb at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. so and then my alarm goes off to set like okay we need to get this ready for tomorrow make sure the yeah. kitchen and by 7 30 we upstairs mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and then like it's been working yeah oh we in the bed by okay 8 30 look oh. at us still awake at 8 30 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so i will say uh we probably did a little bit earlier than what we want to go upstairs. Mm-hmm. So that way we get a buffer just in case. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. happens. Just in yeah. case yeah. something happens. Because there's always something that happens. Yeah. Where it sets you behind schedule mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's okay. That's all yeah. right. But sometimes just knowing that this is what's going on is like, okay, this gives me time to really like get all this other stuff out the way mm-hmm. so I can really spend time processing what's about to go on. Mm-hmm. So, there you go you know so like on both sides yeah yeah because a lot of people was like well that's all y'all got time to do because y'all are empty nesters no no what? really <laughs> no because yeah uh-uh no we still got lives it's still a, there's still a lot of things yeah and that's where i think the distract the distractions come in play because mm-hmm. it's always somebody ring the doorbell somebody or somebody calls that that i haven't talked Somebody's to in a while. Crisis yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Uh, and I gotta talk them off a ledge. 
Yeah. So I, I yeah. just far ahead, but um, distractions, what I found about distractions, a lot of them are, um, you know, we, we allow ourselves to be distracted. Self-imposed. It's not necessarily that something mm-hmm. is distracting us, it's that we allow ourselves to be distracted. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be distractions all day, every day. Literally, you could walk down the street and you can be distracted or you can be focused. And it's all a mindset because distractions are like just a part of life, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was good. But I didn't want to jump too far ahead. I just keep. No, no, now now you got me thinking. So, so I'll say this before we got married, it seemed like there were no distractions and no no issues. (laughs) It it didn't matter. The house could be falling down, but house on fire. Yeah. But it seems like as soon as we got married, mm-hmm. now is always something to knock us off that 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 track. If you guys get what we're we're going, totally at. agree. Totally agree. It's um, just a whole different ball game. It and, is, and it's crazy how that that happens. Well, and the other thing is, we we all are changing and evolving, so we handle distractions differently as we get older. Mm-hmm. You know. Younger people, you got to see everything, every every ding, every buzz, every every vibrate. You got to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we learning. I actually, I I was bringing my phone in here and I said, no, I'm gonna leave it in the room. Because somebody, two people called me today with something they needed, and I said, I'm gonna leave that phone in the room. Yeah, because that's, that's a step. That's a step. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you ain't talked to me today. So uh, I just talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> I like where my boy John. I need need to know this answer. <laughs> talked to that man two minutes ago. He forgot you. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's good. I left it in I the room. In the habit of when he's home at night because we have the same alarms. I'll leave my phone downstairs and I'll set my alarm on my iPad. Ah, uh, and I'll just. Cause I'm like, oh no, I don't need to be in the bed. Oh, right. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> Just yeah. nope. Leave my phone downstairs on the charger. So that's part of that time management, mm-hmm. and I would assume that minimizes some of that stress too. Mm-hmm. Because you can focus. You can be intentional about what you're doing. Focus on each other you know, actually have our therapist said it like you just sit in a room together doesn't always necessarily qualify as quality time. Yeah. You know, having some engaging conversation, things that are going to help understand, help each other understand each other or talk intentionally about your day, you know, as opposed to the one words, that part is Mm -hmm. the quality of what you're, you know, the, the five minutes that you do get before everybody's sleep or having to run out or do whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can see that definitely taking away a lot of the stress mm-hmm. in that area. And everybody was like, well, what if something happens? What if there's an emergency? I am in North Dakota. There's nothing I can what do. What can I do? What can I do? I can't yeah. fix it. I can't. I literally can't be in the car and right around the corner. That it's gonna take me like two flights. If you can get those. And if I can get one. Like yeah. if you can get that out of here. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna get to you anyway. So yeah. 
Yeah. And if anything, and like, Ray literally always has his phone because of I was his job. Say, he, he, he literally. literally so yeah. <laughs> if it's that kind of emergency, that's who you're supposed to call anyway. <laughs> but my kids love them to death. I love them. Like for real. Mom, <laughs> I don't care what it is. Something could be bleeding. It, Ma, I can't do nothing about it. Going. Where's your bandage? Yeah. Go, go, go to, to the doctor. doctor. <laughs> you have a whole tricare. Like just. Yeah. Anywhere you are. Just pop in. Anywhere. They'll take care of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So funny story. Well, it wasn't funny at the time. <laughs> it was late at night. I, again, I was the one that had my phone. Yep. And I was like, oh, the son called me. Mm. And this when he was he in was the army. Duty. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so I picked up. Mm. He's I like, didn't. Ma. I'm like, you know you called me. What are you calling Ma? <laughs> Ma, <laughs> look at my eye. And so I'm looking at his eye. His eye was like really puffy. Like, oh. like he got hit in his eye. I'm like, oh man, he got in a fight. I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on. Here's your mom. <laughs> so he's like, Ma. I, and then he starts explaining what happened. But basically, he sneezed. And he held in his sneeze and, oh, and it caused his eye to get mm-hmm. pop- puffy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is because he has a fracture uh, right in his right, mm-hmm. like right here. Yeah. From an old car accident we were in years ago because mm-hmm. he had an eye contusion on that eye. Oh, man. And just he said that they was playing basketball earlier. He got elbowed. And when he held in that sneak, like, it was just like a whole sure. cause and effect. Like I, but you, I can't do nothing about it. So again, with the nine one one part, like, yeah, yeah, like we was getting ready to go to bed and everything. He was like, Demetri calling, and I was like, he ain't want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me let me say, um, I really enjoyed the time where I actually put my, my phone on sleep mode or whatever iPhone has nowadays. Uh, they mm-hmm. have a lot of different options. I was like, wow, I didn't know that. But um, my first time doing that was when we went on a cruise. It was, it was amazing. No one could reach me. No one. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I'm like, just, I, I, I just enjoyed it. <laughs> so and this then, is what the day feels like. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, this is. And then every now and then I had to turn on the messages and and you get messages from work and I'm like, oh, here we go again. But I learned after the cruise to start making time to do that. Like, yeah. right, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it on. Do not disturb. Yep. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. I had been doing it the whole time. He's like, "Why your phone so quiet? Is it off? No, honey, it's on. Do not disturb." I don't. Mm-mm. Mine switches from do not disturb to sleep mode. And the only people that can keep the only people that can get through are the kids, my mom, and my husband. Mm-hmm. And I'm with four out of five of them. And my mom already knows. Like, mm-hmm. leave a message. So let me ask you guys a question. How do you guys feel about um people calling you after a certain time? Oh, do you guys have a problem with it or well, certain boundaries. Job, so my job, I, I don't have certain boundaries. I can't have certain boundaries. Right. Yeah, absolutely. My job, I have to keep my phone on, my ringer on. So in the job format, no boundaries. Yeah. Uh, but 
family and stuff, same thing, no boundaries, to be honest. Okay. But um I mean I do I do put my phone in silence mode for, for oh. certain people that I know have the potential to call me. <laughs> okay. But those people that I don't want to be disturbed by, I just put mute for eight hours. Mm-hmm. And then the other people, like, I'll be honest, we're servants, so I'm always open to help somebody. Yeah, but yeah. there is a there is a healthy way not to overdo that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was gonna ask. How does it not bleed into you know the it, relationship and stuff like that? It's because, well, generally speaking, I if there's something big enough, just like uh some people we've been helping recently, I always involve my wife with it so it doesn't seem like it's just me. Uh that also that helps with the relationship aspect of that. Because it can be like, mm-hmm. uh man. You always helping somebody. But what I do is I make sure that the Holy Spirit has helped me make sure that she's involved in when I'm ministering and helping other people. So that part is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other part is just as I'm growing older, I'm learning to not uh, open myself up so much to other people because then I'm stressing. And um, I heard, was it, was it, uh, What's the guy you listen to? Tim him? Ross. Tim Ross. I, it may have been him. It was another preacher I listened to. And he said that when you do that and you're always trying to help people, you feeling like you're the one that can always help. He said it's called a Jesus complex. Mm. Mm. Okay. It's, it's like you, you think you can save everybody. And that actually causes you to destroy yourself mm-hmm. because you're trying to help everybody. So it called it a Jesus complex. Jesus didn't, you know, he came to save the world. He wasn't like that. But we can have this mindset that we think we are. Mm-hmm. Because so many people may come to us, we're like, I'm going to help this person, I'm going to help that person, I'm going to help this person. Yeah. But there comes a limit on how far you go before you stress yourself out. Because that, that was my next question. <clears throat> um, do you ever feel depleted from helping people? Yes. You but know, Because they always other, say you should have you should others have pour other into you. you. Yes, I would say, yes, you be- can become depleted, but there's two secrets to avoiding that. The first one is being self-aware. That's the most simplest one. There it is. There it is. So you know how you, you when you start feeling yourself being depleted, like that's the first thing. The second thing was Jesus was the best example. So if you go back and you read the Gospels, when Jesus fed the 5,000, the very next thing he did was go and set aside time with the father to pray, mm-hmm. which was a refilling. Because what you can do as a Christian is you get so caught up in the acts that you're doing that you forget about the relationship that actually gives you the power to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you got to balance making sure that you get that refilling from the time with the father before you make acts, the acts you're doing, number one. Mm-hmm. Because we can Christians do that a lot. Oh, I did this. I did this. I did that. I did this. I did that. Mm-hmm. But what about your relationship with the Father? Mm-hmm. Who actually is what recharges and replenishes and refills you? So in that aspect, because I make intentional effort to spend time with God, in those things, I don't get depleted. Because I've learned how not to deplete myself. But work stress can cause that to deplete faster, which means you need more time with God. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. And I would say also just it's important who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Because in 
I don't want to just limit to in ministry, but when you are in a position of helping and being the the one who people come to, whether it be job or in your regular life, it's 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 always a give. Mm-hmm. So when you're around people who can pour in, like y'all pour into us and we can we can reciprocate that as opposed to, you know, people who we were, you, you know, how the Lord just like, this is your assignment. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you, these, these are the ones you need to focus on. Those are those, those are who we're pouring into, like the intentional pouring and the intentional mentorship, the intentional leadership, that's depleting. And it's a stress, not in a bad stress. Well, it can be bad if you don't, if you're not self-aware, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it is a stressor. So being around people who can help with that and you can sharpen each other, mm-hmm. you can pour into each yep. other, um, your friends that are mature enough to know, like, just leave a message. I ain't here for it right now. Like, you know, just, yeah, I need a beat and it's not offensive. <laughs> You know, things like that, like it's important who you surround yourself with, because that's part of, you know, you have, you're stressed, even you call me, you're stressed, you got this going on. Well, even when last time you just had a good, good prayer. Hmm, Good question. You know, we need people like that to be able to help us, you know, slow down, back up, Mm -hmm. put your phone on silent. My friends understand I'm not the 911 caller. Like if it's after 10 o'clock, you're going to leave a message. You're going to have to leave a message and I'm going to hit you back right around 530. That's that's when mine comes off. And that's when I know that you called or texted. Other than that, God bless you. You know, I can't. Yeah. Can't do much. I I just wanted to add to what she said about the prayer time. Uh, if you've been somebody who's been giving and giving and giving all day, you're probably tired of talking. Mm-hmm. So one of the best secrets in prayer is to go in silence. It's almost like meditation and silence. You, it's okay to meditate. The Bible talks about Jeremiah the prophet was talking about meditating. Some people think meditation is a worldly thing. It's not. Can you say that again a little bit louder. Yeah. For, for the people in the some back. People, some yes. people think meditating is a worldly thing it is not worldly it's in the bible to meditate it tells us to meditate on the word day and night (laughs) so the thing is meditation is what you're meditating or is the issue i meditate on god and his goodness and jesus and who he is um i'm not meditating on stones and and star astro you know meditation is critical so don't always talk when you pray um make that time to be silent how do you ever hear? It's just like in a normal conversation. How do you ever hear what the father's saying to you if you're talking the whole time? If you're talking all the time, yeah. you can't hear him. You can't hear what he's trying to say to you. Mm-hmm. So that's also how you replenish. So when she said you need that time to pray, consider not talking. Consider just going to him and saying, I'm here. Spend time with you, Lord. Help me to meditate mm-hmm. on your presence and who you are and be grateful for what you've done. And that's where I get most of my replenishing. Not from talking, because I've talked enough. Mm-hmm. Those were definitely things I had to learn over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because I, like we've talked about before, I used to try to help everybody. Thought everybody was my assignment, but <laughs> that's a Jesus complex. <laughs> <laughs> 
Boy, I no, was wore out. And you don't you don't purposely have that. No, you don't. You no. don't. He would it's be just a goodness of and when yeah. I say you, I mean me too. I, I was doing the same thing. Um, yeah. You but you have to heart. learn to balance that. Yeah. You have a heart to give. People see yeah. that. And they don't, everyone doesn't necessarily try to take advantage of it. They just see not everyone is like that. So you they're automatically drawn. So there's just ways that you can set up boundaries. There's ways that you can, you know, organize your time. There are ways to do that. When we were overseas, there was just sometimes that we had to open our doors at 11, 12 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I fussed for about 12 seconds and I was like, all right, Lord, because I know that for that time, that's what was needed. Mm-hmm. That can't be forever. Yeah. That's a servant. Yeah. It's it, it's what we need to do for, for right now. And it sounds like God told you to do it. You're not just yes. doing it because mm-hmm. you want to. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you, you felt it. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you God tells you to do it. But other, remember, he said, go out into the world, preach the gospel to every creature. So he did give the command that we should go out to people. But where do you find the balance in that? Yeah. Are exactly. you going out so much that you're losing your family? And I feel like that's where a lot of pastors are today. They lose their families and um, because they're doing so much of that but not realizing that you have to take care of home as well. That's what I've seen with a lot of the old school preachers and pastors that I've been around. They they put so much into the church that they kill themselves. And it's not that God told them to do all that. Because think about when Moses was over the children of Israel. They were coming to him every day with all their problems. And then I think it was Jethro or someone told him, I forgot who it was. They said, hey, man, you need to split this up. And then he elected all these judges so that he wasn't the same person hearing everybody's problems all day. Mm-hmm. Even that is telling us that we need to delegate. Um, we need to have other people do things and not just us by ourselves. Moses was going to kill himself because he would have never been able to rest. Mm-hmm. And Jesus gave us, God gave us the Sabbath day to rest, which means we need to find that time in our seven day period to rest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know when you set up boundaries, when you mm-hmm. when you organize your time, it drastically reduces the amount of stress. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what it does for me. Yeah. When I know that this is, you know, this specific amount of time that I will be that I'm focused on being productive. And then at this point. Mm-hmm. If it didn't get done, it's just not going to get done till tomorrow. And that's where the, your priorities come in. What needs to be done right now? What can I work on for a couple of days? What can I break up over some, you know, whatever, a certain amount of time? And that kind of buffers for emergency things too. Because yeah, I don't yeah. know for y'all, my I get emails all day long from work. So mm-hmm. some things I might have to put off of my list. Because now this is taking priority. This is taking priority. But I have, you know, a little bit of that buffer and flexibility to say, all right, well, I know this is what the list started looking like. And now this is what it looks like. So now let's adjust, get to it and still not overwhelm myself and not be overwhelmed. So it's, it takes away a lot of that stress too. So here's a question for you guys. Uh, I hear you saying set boundaries. So this is open, but uh, how do you implement 
implement those boundaries? How do you set those boundaries? And this is for uh, people that are listening that may not know how to establish those boundaries. Because I, I know um, we talked about this a while ago. I didn't know anything about boundaries. I didn't <laughs> know what that meant. But then that that was my question. I figured it out, but that was my question. Like, how do I set boundaries? Because sometimes if you wait too long, it's yeah. even harder to set those boundaries. So true. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in, in what aspect? <laughs> what aspect are you talking about? Like when it comes to helping people? Uh yeah. So so uh like for instance, um Bishop Bishop Jakes talks about you, you gotta have bound you gotta have boundaries. So I, I'm guessing within the church and also for for your yourself personally. Does that make sense? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it goes back. So, how to do us. you set boundaries? So, for instance, boundary may be, "Hey, I don't want people calling me after ten o'clock at night." Or, how how do you implement those boundaries? I mean, I think it's just intentional action on what you see where the uh, where the intrusion might be. Mm-hmm. That's like the self awareness thing again. You're like, okay, this is intruding in too much of my family time. This is intruding in too much of my personal intimate time. So now I got to be intentional about it. So I think the word is being intentional about, I mean, you got to, it's kind of the same self-awareness of where the intrusion is. Okay. And then uh, be intentional about stopping that intrusion or limiting it, um, whether it be phone calls or whatever. So like for me, just like I said, I, I had two people call me today um, and I love them dearly and I enjoy the conversation. But I left my phone in the in the room because we were focusing on this. So it's an intentional act to leave the phone in the room so I can focus on this. Because while I'm talking to y'all right now, I could be picking up my phone, Absolutely. looking at every message that comes <laughs> in. And that's not, I mean, that's not wise. That's not how you do it. So it's just intent. Self-awareness. Where's the intrusion? I see the intrusion. I stop it or I hinder it by my own actions. Mm-hmm. Put the phone on silent. Put it out of your presence. Put it in another room. Um, to be like be intentional. Yeah. I think that's that's what I would say. And when it comes to like relational, when it's you know, people, family, friends, I would say basic communication. Like I was saying earlier, my family and my friends know my phone goes dark at 10 30. I get a 30 minute. Hey, mm-hmm. bye. Just let you know it's almost time for bed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm sure pretty much every phone does that now. But I know the Apple, the what is it, iPhone? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a very intentional. Uh, Microsoft Office try to make me set this every time I turn my computer on. Do you want to set up? Uh, do not disturb. If I'm typing and I don't know how you know it detects whatever, but looks like you're working. Do you want to do not disturb? So it communicating to to those that are affected or that need to be around you that are around you so that they know. And then it's a matter of if they respect it or not. Uh, that's not up to you. Yeah. Yeah. It, they know, you know, so <laughs> it's it's the small things um, and then being intentional, being aware of those things and understanding that there should be some room for flexibility when needed. Yeah, but yeah overall having the understanding of 
these are just things that I'm not going to do. These are things that I'm not going to budge on. These are the, the areas where I really need to focus, whether it be just self-control, taking the phone away or the tablet, whatever that hands-on distraction might be, turn off the TV, close the door, shut the windows, you know, whatever it is that would help you to be productive in whatever you're doing. And then if it affects other people, just communicate to those people. This is what I need to do. And at the, you know, between these times, I'm just not available. Yep. So out of office email, I'm just not there. <laughs> I'm just not there. Just not and, and that's it. Like you just, you have to just decide what it, what you need mm-hmm. and then work towards making that happen. Yeah. Being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, I went to a conference. When was that conference in April? Was it in April? Don't you have one in September as well? I, I can't remember when it was. Yeah, sometime in the beginning of last year, man, everybody was just recording, just recording, and I was like, no, I worry, I will not. I'm putting this. I'm gonna be present. I need all of this word. This mm-hmm. phone is going in this purse. I'm not doing it. Did you yeah. take any pictures? No, I didn't. No, <laughs> I was writing is what I was doing because I was getting all that word because I needed it all. Yep. I need the same thing with Sarah Jakes. When I went to her conference, everybody was recording, taking selfies. I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yes, it's great to be in the presence of Sarah Jakes, but what I'm not doing is missing this moment. I am uh, writing. I don't, I'm not taking no selfie. I'm not doing it. Yeah. That's good. Yep. It's good information, y'all. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. Very oh, good. Yeah. As always. You know, I'm proud of you, Ray. You know why I'm proud of you? No, I don't. Because the Eagles game is on right now and you're doing a podcast. <laughs> In your Eagles gear. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Oh, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> and I usually put it on every Sunday. They good. You ain't got to worry about they're going to win anyway. But I'm proud of you, sir, because I don't know if I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate y'all taking out the time. Oh, man. No, I enjoy this, man. This is. Yeah, we we definitely got to do this again. Definitely. Yeah. No, you guys are amazing. And I don't know if people tell you guys enough. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for the people you're influencing and making a change. Um, lives you're changing too so thank you hey we're trying we're trying hey do y'all have anything to add you got anything to add i don't know if we really touched enough on i don't even know if we really asked this question but i'm gonna ask it go ahead i can't remember if any we answered it what do y'all do when y'all are stressed is there like besides what do y'all do okay like all right babe i'm stressed look you go over there i'm going (laughs) over here i need just give me 10 minutes, my brain, because I know what I have to say. Ray knows. He'll be like, what's, because the music is blasting and I'm in here jamming. Like, I'm just, I you you would think this is club dancing over here. Because he's like, something's wrong. I, she's dancing it out. Okay. She'll be, she'll be all right in an hour. And then I'll be like, I'm good. Music's off. And I'm good. I'm that's what I do. Ray plays the game. Yeah, the game like is we good. We have all our 
Well, one thing she's not telling you guys, uh, she writes. I write too. She, she'll I have sit, to get it out my brain. Sit down and write and put that on a piece of paper. The, no, that's very good. Yeah, yeah. AirPods. Whatever it is, it might yeah. be ugly because sometimes I go back and read it and I be like, ooh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> ooh, you was you was big mad that day. Yeah, she's a big writer when it mm. comes. So I was gonna say, um, with that, the first thing I was gonna say is. The first question you have to ask is when you talk about recharge, I mean, talking about being um, how you uh, deal with stress, are you an introvert or extrovert? And what that what people taught me was I didn't notice it first. I thought it was people that talk and people that don't talk, but it's not that it's how you recharge. So I don't recharge around people. I recharge by myself. I have to go and seclude myself to recharge. My wife, I think maybe a little different. She likes, or I like company too, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but I think she may recharge more around people, interaction. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I could be that, wrong. Is that true? Huh? Is that so, true, Kenora? I mean, I So, know. overall. <laughs> That's not the point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. No, no, I was talking about for her, but go ahead. Oh. And overall, I think I recharge a better by myself too. I enjoy being with people, mm-hmm. but it doesn't recharge me. I'm the one like I don't know if you've seen the little meme when the lady's like, "Okay, yeah, we have to do this again." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she gets in her car. She's like, "That's how I feel." <laughs> so for me, just quiet music, just easy. Okay. That's better for me too. I, I yeah. Think we're all, yeah, we're all alike in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Just like so, you guys. So that's so that's it. That's the first thing to notice. Like, how do you recharge? Because that's gonna help you get to stress off of you. Yeah. Some people, like I said, they're introverts. They um recharge in solitary, mm-hmm. you know, by themselves most of the time, doing specific things, but by themselves. And then extroverts, they recharge in like environments that or interactions with people and stuff like that. So I think once you know that about yourself, that can help you realize, okay, this is how I recharge. And we all know the spiritual aspect is spending time with God, but mm-hmm. um, I like the video games. I like um, I like working out. Working out helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, those are like, and playing golf. Playing golf helps me recharge too. Well, you can't play so golf like, now. Yeah. Can't do right now. Not in North Dakota, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Unless you want to hit some ice. so i think that's the that's those are like the the things to know before you start saying okay how do i recharge well how do i deal with stress find out what type of person you are like yeah do you like being around people a lot i actually do like being around people a lot but i have to recharge by myself Mm -hmm. yeah so now i know for me trying to recharge by by myself can be impossible sometimes because somebody no, not necessarily. I'm not saying you, <laughs> but I'm just saying Come it'd on. be something I got to take care of or I got to something I got to do. And and I don't necessarily have that time to recharge out like I would like to. Mm-hmm. So I know that's one of the things that does recharge me. But sometimes I got to figure it out in a different way because of the fact that. Yeah. I'm just so busy and it's stuff going on that I got to take care of and I can't. So when you say I got to take care of it. Is that always really the case? Maybe not. 
And that's the thing. Yeah. You got to think about that because, and, and I'm I'm trying to synthesize and work through it with you because somebody okay. taught me. When I say I have to do something or I got to do something, um, and you got to really look at it, do I have to do that right now? Do I, do I have to do it right now? Because right now, everything's not a right now thing. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is not priority. And you may, and you do have to go through and say, can't, do I need to do this right now? What will happen if I don't do this right now? A lot of times, nothing, because it's still be waiting there the next day. Yeah. And I do that even with my military as a flight commander. Some people say, you got to stay there at seven o'clock. No, I don't. Uh, everybody else going home in the evening. Why am I staying to send you something in the evening that you yeah. ain't going to see till the next day? <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'll probably, I may come in early, but I ain't staying there all night. So everything is not a have to do. And I think that causes us stress too. So it's something that you said that, that I picked up on. Sometimes other people's emergency is not your emergency oh. or what other, other people think is important may not be important. That's very much true. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's critical. Yes. And don't let people make your, unless you work in a job like me as a nurse where I have to, work with people who say that this is an emergency and although it's not, I have to still deal with yeah, it. In that yes. But in a general setting, normal everyday life, don't allow people to make their emergencies your emergency because it's not always the case. That's a boundary. That is a boundary. It is a boundary. And it, it took me some time to realize that too. I sat back and thought about it. I was like, hold on. This could wait. Mm-hmm. He's getting a lot, a lot better. He's That's getting cool. a lot better. Some of that is the very nature of being a firefighter, though, because I know what he's talking about. Yeah. And I mean, I'm getting better, too, because I used to these kids of mine, that (laughs) phone ring, my whole my blood pressure would go from from normal to (laughs) now I'm just like, oh, and and that used to start an argument between us sometimes. Can't really do anything about it. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all worked up. Let's think about it. Like yeah. you said, there ain't nothing we could do about it right now. So miles away. So check to see right. if they can do this. And then so mm-hmm. you calm down and then and again, that's part of the firefighter in us to realize, hold on. Assess the situation. Yes. <laughs> assess, assess the situation. Take a step back. All right, look, look, we can't do much, but this is what we can do. Right. Right. And then she has gotten a lot better. A lot better. Right. Yeah. And I think that's how you that's how you deal with that stuff. You don't make don't let everything and and I said that because I know um, when you say you I, I have to do things like yeah you got to realize everything is not a have to do and, and everything's not a priority so um, I know men compartmentalize very well like I compartmentalize very well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll take stuff and put it in a box and put it to the side until I'm ready to deal with it yeah that's not necessarily always good but when you're dealing with a lot of stress, like for me as a commander, flight commander, I deal with a whole bunch of things. All I mean, I mean, when I say all day, every day, people come to my office all day, every day with problems. With problems. So what I do is when I take those problems, the Holy Spirit taught me to do this. When when people come with problems, the Holy Spirit says, "Is that critical right now?" No, He said, "Put that over in that box to the side over there." And then write it down and then come back to it. And what I found out, things work themselves out. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. You you kind of have a situation like that. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of things work themselves out when you mm -hmm. don't when you just leave it alone. And that's not being lazy. That's prioritizing, which we all wise. have to get better at doing. Huh? That's wise. Yeah, that's very wise. Yeah. I put a whole bunch. I got a whole bunch of boxes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Finish your thought. I'm just saying I got a whole bunch. I got a stack full of boxes in my office right now. Really? Uh, metaphorically. <laughs> They're not there. They still but, in the office. But stuff is <laughs> they in the office. We at home on the couch. I, I'll say I had to learn real quick, especially as a station captain. Um, you, you're basically managing the shift and managing what's going on. So you're working with leadership, you're working with the crews and all that stuff. So I had to learn. Like, hold on, this ain't important. We got this and this we need to do. So mm -hmm. I think that position really top, made me learn quick. Yeah, because you're yeah, people the top gonna bring you stuff. Yeah, if you're in charge, then everybody you work for. That's working for you or with you, you got to deal with everything that's going on with them too. Yeah, mm -hmm. but everything ain't a priority. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm doing a lot better with it. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I hear people saying, "Keep the main thing the main thing." Yeah, everything ain't the main thing. Mm. Yeah, they'll make you feel that way, but they try. That's where the like Tanoa you and Tanoa said that's where the boundaries come in. Hey, that that's not my priority right important now. Important right now. Yeah. And you have to decide when it comes to stress, like some things you really do have control over how you respond and react. Yeah. It's like there's not a whole lot of stuff that's going to get me going. I'm just, you know what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my kids hear me all day long. Mom. <gasps> okay. Okay. All right. How is this affecting our life right now? Yeah, like yeah. I've heard you say that a lot too. I was like, man, I love it. I love, love it. it. What, uh, what it is this going to do for us right now? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. It'll be right there when we get to it then. No problem. And she, that, had, she had a situation like that too the other day. She got a yeah. phone call from the son. Mom, I need you to send all my stuff over to this place right away. And she didn't do it. I like, guess what it did worked work itself. Out. I was like, okay. And you know what? And went right back to what I was like. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. I was scrolling on Amazon looking for something for my birthday and list. She freaked like, out. I'm, like, I'm yeah. busy. Yeah, usually you freak out too. So. Yeah. What you guys gonna say? Sometimes when we do that, when we try to work things out, we're actually getting in God's way because God's trying to teach people to trust Him. Mm hmm. Eva, I hit I struck a nerve here. God, look. Singing the chord. God, and you know what? God has taught me that. He said, stop bailing everybody out when they call you. He said, because I'm trying to get them to trust me, and here you go. Sometimes he does want us to help people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But there yeah. are times when he's like, let them trust me. Mm -hmm. Let them ask me. I'm an old time God. Mm -hmm. No, my time. Always. His time is right. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Not mine, you know. And so when we, uh, me and me and uh, Brandon, um, he one of my friends, he just got commissioned. Lieutenant, I was telling him, um, um, I was telling, we were talking about helping people, and we, and the scripture that came to mind was feeding your pearls to swine. Mm -hmm. And it says, if you keep feeding your pearls to swine, it said it will tear you apart. It's mm -hmm. in that scripture. It actually says that. So that means. At some point, you have to realize when it's time for you to stop doing mm -hmm. and helping. Because you can help somebody and they get no wisdom with it. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be helping them again very soon. 
they be to start depending on you. They start depending on you because you didn't give them wisdom. They need wisdom with what you're giving them. Mm -hmm. So there should be a lesson with everything you give most of the time. Now, when we're giving to charity orphanages, that's different. But I'm talking about when it's somebody maybe in your family or somebody like somebody younger. What what can you teach them as you're giving them? Yeah. That will help them not to come back to you as much. But to go to yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. The idea is to to be outside of those other types of situations where it's orphanages or, mm -hmm. you know, the larger scale when you're when you're. When you're working your assignments, <laughs> when you're working your assignments, the idea, part of that mentorship is I didn't just come up with this stuff on my own. These are things that I've learned, lessons that I've gotten from people, what the Lord has shown me through, you know, my own trials, my own whatever. So I want to give this to you early. And these are things you need to start working on. I'm here to talk through. I'm here to listen. I'm here to give you the scripture, mm -hmm. but eventually like you need to be, I'm relying on God for whatever I'm giving you. You need to rely on God. And this is how this works. So part of that, them coming to you, that mentorship part, that assignment is really, you have time, you have the ability and the influence all at the same time, because they're coming to you to really direct them and walk mm -hmm. them through. Here's a three-step process. Sit down, open your Bible, start reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is how this works. You know, like mm -hmm. you really have that kind of area, that environment that's like already set up. And something that I've I've really have been focusing on the last couple of years, but mostly this, you know, coming into this new year is really honing in on the assignment aspect. I try to I have been a runner and we talked about this before <laughs> totally a Jonah. Yeah. But I always end up doing whatever. Cause I'm going to be obedient to God. So like cut out the whole kicking and screaming part and just go gracefully. <laughs> That's, that is my intention. Um, but with that comes understanding of, I'm not going to be stressing myself out. That's the kicking and screaming part trying to throw a fit about it when I know I'm going to do it anyway, because this is what the Lord is saying. But also instead of the stress part, I have time to really process, Lord, what is it that they need? Like what, what are you, they coming to me for this? What is it that I, that you want them to have? Because clearly if you're sending them this way, you've already given me something that I'm supposed to be passing on. So what is that? Mm -hmm. And really having that focus time that takes off stress that helps with time management because you can definitely say, okay, look, you know, here's our parameters. These are the things that we're going to do. You know, what, what, what's the thing. And yeah. then we can really focus we can talk. We have that dialogue, but also set up the boundaries. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a whole, you know, the time management, the stress, stress aspect, helping them to manage their time. Cause a lot of it is overwhelming and, mm -hmm. you know, they don't know how to handle whatever the things are that's going on. So it's it's just a it's I don't know better life to be able to to grasp all of that that time concept that time um organization and mm -hmm. and minimizing those stressors like how to do that I'll say seek you first the kingdom of God and all and his righteousness. righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you 
if you put God first and really spend time with him, he'll tell you, he'll correct. I love God correcting me on my time and how I do things. You need somebody to tell you you're doing, you're spending too much time doing this. You're spending too much time doing that. Accountability. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's the best accountability partner you could ever have. And then it's good for us to have people in the natural too that are accountability partners. Um, but if you don't have one, the Holy Spirit is the best. Because mm -hmm. he'll check you on things you said you were going to do that you, like tonight, I got uh, the other part of my, so I'm reading the Bible in a year this year. I got scriptures I got to read tonight. I get to read tonight. Um, so he'll check me if I'm chilling. He's like, hey, John, you got those scriptures? You got to read. <laughs> Don't forget. He said, just like that. So said, you know, smooth. Hey, you got those scriptures? You got those scriptures. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I know sometimes I'll get busy and just going back and forth and not productive. And, uh -huh. and I'll stop and, and ask. To, to guide me and yeah. to, to put everything in perspective and to give me a better time management plan. Yeah. And it's never a wrong time to ask them to help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it usually works. Hey, mm -hmm. these are my priorities. What what do I need to be doing? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What are we doing today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I think that came from uh, our mentor. Um, she says she prayed she prayed on everything. I was like, man, on everything? But yeah, she prayed on everything. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things she said, even when she wakes up in the morning, what does he want her to do? So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it definitely helps. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. So it was good. I think we hit every topic. We talked about our stressors time management and also distractions I got and, a question. and we talk about boundaries yes i got a question for yeah, yeah. go ahead go ahead and, and we got a minute it's gonna be real quick we always got time new evil ministries what happened with what's up with this new bible study you're doing I saw, something. I saw something oh yes so on february the 2nd we are me and lady t are doing we're getting together and we're bringing women together to talk about things that at our age, nobody talked to us about that was older than us. Mm -hmm. Like for, for example, sex and marriage, self, um, self care yeah. and not feeling guilty about self care when you yeah. have kids and a husband, mm -hmm. things like that. Cause nobody talked to us. This is all this. It's trial and error, like what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. All, look, I done messed up. I guess I go start again next year. Next, right. next week, I don't know. We'll go again because nobody really, or it was all silent. Right. Or shame. Okay. Oh, God. You shouldn't enjoy that. Don't, oh, no. Um, if you're not procreating, then oh. you shouldn't. Oh, no. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah, and there's young women under us because, like, my daughter is how old is Leah? Twenty? Mm -hmm. She'll be twenty one in July. So, and and just loving yourself, it took a lot okay. for mm -hmm. me to just love my body yeah. and not be ashamed of or influenced by all the crazy that's mm. on the TV and everywhere. 
Say it. The propaganda. Yes. Just to love me and not be like, well, okay, so you should dress modestly, but what about how he right. likes me? What? What? That don't because your definition of modesty and how he want what he picked out for me to wear they ain't matching up so i'm confused i'm conflicted now i'm conflicted yes yeah so these are all things you guys are gonna be talking yes about. sir yes. and it's all gonna be in a safe space. space it's a safe space and it's from the the biblical world yes. perspective not not my grandmama's no nope. processes <laughs> no, okay. i love my okay. granny not auntie sue it's okay auntie jane though but i love her but yes that scripture out of context way off not what that meant okay so y'all gonna be studying studying we're gonna study we're gonna have real talk real talk with women i like that you like that john that sounds good to me I, I really like. I'm it. interested. Too bad I can't attend. Oh, oh. Y- y'all might can't attend, but y'all can start y'all own. Then you got real talk with the Densons. You got real talk for women. Yeah. I mean, we'll wait on the Lord when the Lord tells us we do it. Yep, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a perfect answer. Because you know we need some strong men in this world. We, we got do. to. We have to build up the men. Y'all, yes. y'all, y'all so. Do no, we. <laughs> yeah, you're leading, you're leading guys. I'm proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, y'all about been running from this assignment for like a year and a half, maybe two years now. You know, it's it's time. It's time. New year, new Eva. Yes. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. I like it. Proud of you. Proud of you both. Oh, thank you, sir. So, yes, how sir. can we? Uh, well, how can people sign up or? Where are they going to be? So it, there is a what's, what's posted a Zoom link yesterday, and I'll keep posting it for the yeah. next couple of weeks. And okay. we're sharing it through Book of Vaccination as okay. well as my own, um, social media, personal social medias. Yes, I would I would encourage you guys too to, if the Lord tells you to send it to a person directly, not just on the social media, but just directly to this person. Don't question that. I sent I sent a young lady y'all post uh this morning. A a, yeah. a person. Oh, right? like directly to a individual. Yes. individual oh, yeah. Okay. I, I believe that there are people that God wants you guys to invite uh from your person. Mm-hmm. person. Mm. Don't okay. hesitate when he tells you to do that. Don't worry about how they may perceive it. You know, just okay. send it. Uh, because that's gonna it's gonna help grow it because there are specific people who need what y'all are gonna give um during this time. Social media, some people will catch it. When you need to do social media, please keep doing that. But there are specific people. Yeah. yeah. There's an audience of people who are looking, actually probably waiting for you to reach out to them. Okay. Because God didn't tell you to do this for no reason. He didn't. It's true. Yep. I'm still waiting on the reason, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. one step. Gotta tell me. I'll say this to I'll say this to encourage you real quick. I know we got to close, but I actually saw you and Tanoa doing this uh, before the new year. Mm-hmm. I had I, I saw in my head uh, a vision of y'all doing something, some type of Bible study or something. So it's a blessing that y'all are doing. And we definitely know that people need to hear this. Um, yeah. Sometimes confirmation is best. Uh, we we was at a store uh, the other day, and 
previously we was at that store and we could tell that person was having a rough day. Oh, yes. And she said something to the young lady and we left. I just I just said yeah. I don't even what did I say to her? I don't know. It was right I'll before talk. we went to our cruise. Don't let anybody steal your joy. Yeah, and she wasn't her well, like we in this store all the time. Uh-huh. And we're like almost a regular customer. And I yeah. just I was like, mm. and I struggled for a minute, like back and forth. You listen. Like you I listen. was like, mm, she gonna think I'm crazy. <laughs> Lord, she gonna think, oh God. Okay. And Ray looked at me and he just shook his head. <laughs> like he stuck his card in there and I said, I said, don't you let nobody steal your joy because they didn't give it to you. And she said, okay. And then we left. That was and, it. And that was it. I ain't saying nothing else. And I hadn't been in that store since we went on our cruise. I walked in there yesterday and I walked up to the register. And the first thing she said to me was, I will never forget your face. Oh. And I was like, I didn't know if you was going to remember me. And what you said. Because my you. hair was different. Next day. Right. She's like, oh, I ain't going to never forget that. She's like, I needed that word. Amen. Well, and just just to encourage you, one yeah. word from God can change somebody's whole life trajectory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one word sometimes is all people need. If you do it with what what the Holy Spirit is telling you, it will change the whole trajectory of somebody's life. So don't hesitate. Yep. Yeah. All right. It was a pleasure having you guys on. On. Thank y'all for Thank having us. No problem. John and Tanoa. Great talking to you guys once again. We'll have to do it again. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We appreciate y'all. All right, y'all. As always, live, love, and laugh. Peace out. We'll see y'all later. God bless.